Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of Act to Live, we explore what happens when we acknowledge our feelings and actually take a moment to pause, recognize, and label what we feel with emotional language and learn how and what the benefits might be to not bottling up our feelings. So come on, let's take a walk. And I feel good. Knew that I would tell. Jamie, hello, hello, hello. Hey, Scott, how are you? Good, good. Well, good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling what does good, good. mean? <laughs> you knew I was going to ask you that. I always ask you that. I didn't Good. actually. I for um, some reason I blanked on that. But you're right. You always ask me. That. So what is good? You're right. It is a vague term. Mm-hmm. Um, feelings. Well, we are going to talk about acknowledging the feelings, aren't we? Oh, we are. Like yeah. I'm sad. I'm happy. I'm exhausted. Is exhausted a feeling? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you can feel exhausted. It's not in emotion, though. Although it could be if you are exhausted by a person. Oh, exacerbated. Or a situation. Or a situation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll stick more to the clean cut emotions for today, but I'm going to ponder that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead and ponder away. Ponder all you like. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be here. Yeah. So we're talking about acknowledging feelings. Yeah. So like going around and telling people, this is how I feel today. Well, not exactly, although you could do that, and you occasionally do do that, Jamie, yes. I do, I do. You do. I tend to name my emotions rather openly. Very openly, yes, which is a good thing (laughs) that this is what we are talking about now, people, um, is the idea of openly being aware Mm-hmm. acknowledging observing our um emotions and feelings it's an interesting idea because as i was just making the comment about you know naming my emotions or telling people how i feel it made me think about the different ways that people acknowledge feelings like some people i think are just naturally more open with sharing their feelings with other people. And I guess that's how I view acknowledging feelings. It's not really the only way though, I guess. No, 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 it, it, it it's not. Um, and oh, kind of like, um, um, kind of like backing up a little bit here. Um, like we have to thank um, the, 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 
the person who had um, inspired this um, like show episode. Um, it it was a like um, student of mine, Lauren, um, who had who had who had this idea. Um, and she had said, you know, I think it would be interesting to kind of like um, to explore how people, you know, um, like go about um, facing, acknowledging how they um, feel emotions wise. I'm like, ah, it's a great idea. So thanks, Lauren. Thank Woo-hoo. you, Lauren. This is an awesome idea and a show. So here we go. Hopping yeah. into it. And here we have two people, as I was just thinking, who in ways acknowledge emotion differently. So I was just kind of talking about how <laughs> I tend to be more, I don't know, I tend to say how I feel. You say how you feel too. I don't know. You yeah. acknowledge your feelings in different ways, I think. Yes. Perhaps. A I, little bit, maybe. I Yeah. <laughs> so, in, so it's a different... Um, a process i think yeah there we go so we both are open about how we might um feel mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. but the um processing of those feelings yes is a little bit um probably um of different and it's kind of like what we feel um comfortable with you know um for me um if i'm feeling something i helps it helps to sit a little bit like sit a little bit like um like with it um and have me and think about it mm-hmm. um and try and see it from um um a different angles um so that's how i might um acknowledge a yeah. like feeling uh, emotion and then i'll probably say it out loud and explain it yeah you know it- it how do brings... you how do you process emotions, Jamie? <laughs> I think I have the answer, but I would rather have you explain it. <laughs> no, just hearing you say that it brings me back to conversations. Gosh, early in our friendship, where I remember telling you, I'm so jealous of the way that you can sit and process things. Like I I want to be able to do that, and. I remember at times like getting frustrated with myself of, gosh, why can't I just figure it out on my own? (laughs) And I remember many conversations and just, you know, coming to terms with different aspects of myself and that I think I'm someone who works through things by talking it out to the lovely, amazing people in my life who are willing to be the sounding board and she's talking about me. Ah, you are a big people. person. You I'm a lovely that. person. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of those people for sure. But then a lot of times I end up answering my own 
questions or figuring out whatever I was battling with, let's say, when talking it out. And I think over time, I've come to appreciate that that's just the way that I work. Like, I don't have to acknowledge my feelings by just sitting there and processing. I can acknowledge my emotions by talking with other people. And I think it's just important to point out that people are going to acknowledge feelings in different ways. And that's okay. (laughs) It may not always feel okay, but it's okay. (laughs) Right. Well, no, and and it is. So I think how you do it is helpful for like you and there's all kinds of ways, but the main, the main point is that, that, that you are openly coming um, like face to face with your feelings and you're not exactly. hiding them, like having them like, um, like held in or like, um, like bottled up either. Cause that's that's, where it's a problem. Right. Right. And so that's what I'm kind of thinking about here is, and I'm sure, you know, there are probably benefits to sharing those emotions or acknowledging those emotions, whatever way we choose to do so. It's probably a helpful act, perhaps. It is. It is. You know, and um, like what we learned is that like holding them in and actually trying to in some way like uh, like bury them Um it can be very harmful to a person's health. That's not surprising. No, 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 it's not. In fact, um, Harvard um, School of like, um, of like, of like public health um, did a, a, study and found that like people who kind of like held in like feelings um, emotions and bottled them up had an increased chance of an early death Um, lovely I know (laughs) a premature death um, you know at like at more than 30 um at more than 30 um percent and and they were at 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 a higher risk of getting uh um cancer by like um by like uh um 70% by like bottling up uh, feelings i mean yeah so there's some big numbers um 
it makes sense though, I guess, if you think about it, the idea of bottling up emotions, we've all been there. I mean, and you often tend to feel physical effects of trying to keep in an emotion. And there was a study done at the University of Texas that kind of shows this, this idea that, you know, when we bottle up our emotions, they only get stronger. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of that idea that, you know, sometimes you're bottling things up without even consciously knowing that you're doing it. And then some little thing happens and it totally sets you over the edge. And it's usually not what actually happened. I mean, I've been known to spill a glass of water and break out into sobs, which usually has nothing to do with the glass of water. You wipe it up, but you <laughs> really? know, Is that how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could leave it there, but the water, uh, <laughs> all about the water. I mean, it's happened. Just, just saying. It's true, folks. This has happened. <laughs> but it, I feel like that. Okay, maybe it doesn't happen to everybody, but maybe a lot of us have been in those situations where that little thing. Isn't there a saying about that? Like the straw that broke the camel's back, or something. Yes. Yes. Our parents would have told us a million times when we were kids. I mean, it's that idea, right? I'm bottling it up. It's getting stronger. And then just a piece of straw. Poof. (laughs) Poof. A piece of straw and it breaks a camel's back. I mean, that poor um, camel hauling all that straw. And then you, Jamie, have to put one little straw on it. It breaks his back. That rude. How rude. I know. I know, that's what I'm talking about. It happens. <laughs> Apparently it happens often, I, I, I guess. Well, the idea is, <laughs> is that, you know, if we don't, you know, acknowledge feelings, you know, of all kinds, anger, sadness, grief, you know, if you're upset about anything, and, and like um, frustrated, um, it puts stress on a person's um, body, puts mm-hmm. stress on them. And it can even cause like heart um, disease. Um, it puts people at a higher risk for like um, diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we have to one acknowledge them, but also find ways to at times like let them go. Um, because of eventually these very strong feelings like anger and grief mm-hmm. and sadness and stuff, eventually, like Jamie has said come out and they will usually come out in the exact wrong way you <laughs> know wrong moment <laughs> wrong moments like crying over spilt water i mean that's the wrong time not even spilled milk spilled water right i mean milk i can see i know chocolate milk are you kidding me I'll oh, cry every time. It's over. It's I know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Water? Come on. No, but that, you know, the idea is, you know, if we hold them in, 
and suppress them, mm-hmm. um, it really adds, um, it's, it's, it, it's poor health. Yeah. And then it will eventually come out and it's going to happen at, at, at a wrong time, a very bad time. And it's going to cause other issues <laughs> at that, at that time too. But you know, what's interesting. So I think most people would say, okay, I know that the idea of bottling up emotions is probably not a helpful process. I think most of us would say that. On the flip side, though, you know, I think it can be really challenging to acknowledge emotions. And it's making me think about the conversation we had a few minutes earlier, you know, where I was talking about this battle I had with myself between like keeping things in and actually acknowledging them. And there was an article on hbr.org that talks about why it's so difficult for a lot of people to acknowledge emotions. And I thought this was really interesting. Like in ways it's talking about how some of us have been trained to believe that strong emotions should be suppressed. So in a way that we should keep them in or the fact that sometimes there might be unspoken or spoken like societal rules or expectations against expressing them you know that belief of like boys don't cry or whatever you know i cry Um, you you do yeah a lot i love that about you (laughs) a lot yeah and then another piece they talked about is that for some people They've never really learned the language to accurately describe emotions. Oh, that's interesting. Language. Yeah. Well, and that makes me think, I'm going to throw my husband under the bus here. I mean, he's just not someone who has much experience with talking about his feelings or his emotions. And I can see that at times, especially now that he's around someone who... (laughs) just erupts emotions and talks about them and lives them and everything like that, that sometimes he's like, like I have this feeling, but I don't know how to put it into words. And so I don't even want to attempt to tell you because I like, I don't even know how, which sometimes is hard for me to grasp, but it makes me realize that in ways that language starts early perhaps of learning how to label emotions and talk through them and acknowledge them. And maybe if that's something you're trying to do later in life for the first time, that could be tricky. Yeah. And I think that takes um, practice too, is, you know, kind of learning new, new language to explain emotions or how you feel um again if you're not used to it then you have to kind of like learn that skill because it's like anything else it's a skill um but it takes knowing the terms and language to kind of evolve in that yeah. skill. It's making me wonder. And you, we both, I guess, are people who express emotion. But I'm just kind of thinking about 
tips for expressing emotion or learning to acknowledge, or maybe we could even somehow make that the action event or something of how do we work on that together? Well, um, um, so there are ways of, of kind of helping ourselves cope with strong um, emotions. Tell me more. Okay, good. I I was like, are you going to answer me? Let me see if I do any of these. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. So there are are just four um, for now. Um, So first it is um, kind of being aware of the emotion. Okay. Acknowledging it. You know, so like having the thought that, okay, there's, there is um, something happening to me. I'm feeling something and it feels like, I'll just say, um, anger. Okay. Okay. Um, So So naming it. Yeah. Acknowledging and naming it. Okay. Right. Two, um, confront the um, cause. Now, when we say that, it does not mean to actually like um, to kind of like um, like find a cause and put like blame on a um, person at all. But Uh, kind of like, um, like think, okay, I'm feeling angry. The cause is that I think this way. And that's the cause is because, you know, I'm having a thought about like, something or a person an event and i'm i'm getting angry about those thoughts i'm having right so you're you're acknowledging the emotion that you feel and then in a way you're taking a step back to kind of figure out what's triggering that emotion because i think sometimes we can say gosh i'm so angry just because Usually there's some kind of trigger if we dig deep enough. And I think determining that trigger at times can be helpful. Right. And, 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 and kind of like knowing that that um, trigger are the thoughts that we are having. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, our reactions to what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Three is taking ownership. Mm. Ownership of those thoughts and reactions and that um, feeling, taking ownership of it. And this is, I think, probably like 
like one of the harder things to do is to take. You mean ownership. I can't blame people for it? Like, oh, it's your fault. I'm angry. It's your fault. I'm sad. Like, well, you can, <laughs> but then you have to take ownership of that. Oh, I don't like double blaming ownership. me, Jamie, all the time. Oh, thanks. I know. See, that's this gonna is a, that's going to be a tricky shift. <laughs> it is for you, I know, because I get all this blame going on my side. Just kidding, folks. She doesn't. No, not to me. Um, yeah. So, like, owning these things, owning our thoughts that are caught that are causing this feeling, emotion. That's telling so I'm you. I'm naming it. Naming it. And then I'm confronting yep, the, the cause. cause or the impact or influence or whatever. Yep. And then I'm taking some ownership. Right. And then what do I do? Then I'm taking ownership. Taking ownership. Good, good. So four, this is the um, like um, kind of like therapy piece of this. Okay. Is to make time for self-care oh. and this is where to process and deal to, and heal and yes to care for ourselves as especially as we're experiencing strong emotion right um so you know it's it isn't an easy thing. And this is why a lot of people, and I have done this so many times and I have to keep like, you know, learning and um, because it is a skill. Um, I think that, that it's a lot of times easier to either, you know, have feelings like held in mm -hmm. and bottled up or pushed away <laughs> yeah or just like pushed away or just explode onto everybody you know and not take the ownership that mm -hmm. i am causing these i'm i'm causing these feelings yeah. because i'm having thoughts and i'm having um some sort of a reaction to mm -hmm. an event, a person, you know, other thoughts of, of mine. And, and I'm not taking ownership of the feeling itself and the emotion and the thoughts and everything involved because it all starts with me. Right. I mean, it does. So having that time to care for ourselves with like um gentleness right you know um and and being kind about these things because emotions are not a black and a white thing it's not it isn't clear you know it's yeah. like muddy it's very very muddy yeah and so the idea that in a way, it might be easier initially to bottle up those emotions, not deal with them, just kind of keep going on. But what we've learned and probably what we've all known deep down, too, is that that can be harmful in a lot of ways. And so 
even though it might seem like work to acknowledge the feeling and really give yourself time to process and take ownership and then to to feel that emotion and work through it it is a skill and so it may take a lot of time initially and it might over time be something that becomes a bit more second nature that in the end you know helps us to be healthier in a lot of ways a lot of ways <laughs> physically mentally emotionally i mean yeah, allowing those emotions to be there and to work through them. Right. Scary. Very scary. Essential. Very essential. So I wonder how could we um like like get a more accurate sense of our um emotions, do you think? How would we do that? Well, one of the things that I'm thinking about is, I guess, acknowledging <laughs> the feeling, naming it, mm-hmm. right? And then, oh, I mean, something we've both done and, and talked about in the past is is writing. And I was almost thinking about, what if we did something this week with writing about the emotion? I mean, in a way, writing holds you in that moment a bit. That it does. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Maybe if you feel an emotion Hmm? or when you feel an emotion, I guess we're not rocks. (laughs) We are not rocks. We are not like robots. It's a paper. Yeah. So the next time you feel an emotion and perhaps a stronger emotion, stopping yourself. So pausing. Grabbing a pen, pencil, colored pencil, crayon, whatever, your laptop. I like crayons. I do too. It can be kind of fun, colorfully doing this. Writing down that emotion. So naming it. And then taking, I don't know, let's say I'm long-winded, but some people aren't. So we'll say two to five minutes to describe that emotion. And something that Scott and I have done in the past, which is really interesting, is describing from the third person. So it's almost like you're watching yourself as you're experiencing this emotion. So creating a little bit of space between you and the emotion as you write about it and process it. I don't know. What do you think about that idea? I love it. I love it silly. I mean, you know, I did I do. I'm <laughs> feeling an silly. I am expressing it right now. Acknowledging. Yeah. It's silly, but it I it's I think that's good. It's a it it is a nice start and it will hopefully um expand your like um emotional like language and vocabulary yeah. that way. Yeah. And one of the things I was thinking about that I've kind of done in the past when I've, you know, journaled is going back and reading it a little bit later. I don't know. Sometimes that brings a whole different level of, of clarity and an ability to process through everything and see things in a different way. So if you're feeling extra, like I want to throw myself into the action event this week, 
after you do your journaling, putting it away for a little bit and then coming back and giving it a look over and I don't know, seeing what you think and feel and what the experience is like. I like it. I can do it. You can do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. All right, let's let's do it. Um, um, did we have a quote that maybe we might um, I'd like to end on, Jamie? Oh, you know, I always have quotes. You do. That's why I asked you. I do. All right. Our quote this week is by Maria Irving. Mm. Allow yourself to have the full human experience by letting your feelings be without getting entangled in them. That's awesome. Acknowledging them, putting them out there, letting them be. And moving forward. Moving forward, folks. I love it. I love it, Jamie. I love it. Well, right. that is our show. Have I'm going to go gr- journal about my emotions. Yes, you will. <laughs> and tears will flow. And that's okay. And that's okay. I'm just saying it's okay. It's a good thing. I'll let them flow, folks. Let them flow. Have a great day, afternoon, evening, and feel yourself feeling. Oh, thanks for leaving us with that deep thought. Hey, you like Feel that one? Feel yourself feeling. I Mic just drop. made that up. <laughs> Mic drop. Dunzos. <laughs> See you guys soon. Bye. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way. At 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear,